Hello and welcome to the latest edition of the Proximo Weekly Podcast. I'm Max Kalmeyer, Content Manager here at Proximo, and I'm delighted to today bring you the top 10 stories from this past week, brought to you by our in-house team of experts. First up, ABO Wind Canada has been awarded the exclusive rights to pursue development of its Toklakuti Wind and Hydrogen Project on Crown Land in Newfoundland and Labrador. The Crown Lands are in relative proximity to briar renewable fuels come by chance refinery, including areas around the Avalon Isthmus that were included as part of the Crown Land call for bids for wind energy projects. ABO Wind intends to develop 5 gigawatts of onshore wind for the multi-phased integrated project that will provide green ammonia for, the, for export to the global market and green hydrogen to further decarbonise the production of the refinery income by chance. Aquapower has signed the financing and security agreements for the desalination project company Rarabi Water Desalination Company. The total financing consists of $545 million of senior debt for up to 27 and a half years on a non-recourse project finance basis. The financing consortium provides of Standard Charter Bank, the Saudi National Bank, Riyadh Bank, the Saudi Investment Bank and Bank of China. ADNOC has reached a final investment decision to develop the Habshan Carbon Capture Project, one of the largest of its kind in the MENA region. The CCUS project will have the capacity to capture and permanently store 1.5 million metric tonnes of carbon dioxide a year, ADNOC has said. ADNOC brought forward its zero carbon emissions target by five years to 2045 in July, as the United Arab Emirates prepares to host a major UN climate conference in December. Outer Gas has entered into a definitive agreement to acquire a number of natural gas-related assets from tidewater midstream and infrastructure for $650 million. The assets are the Pipestone Natural Gas Processing Plant Phase 1 and Phase 2 expansion project, the adjacent Dimsdale Natural Gas Storage Facility, the Pipestone Condensate Truck-In Truck-Out Terminal and the associated gathering pipeline systems required to operate these assets. The transaction strengthens Alpha Gas's midstream value chain through an expanded footprint in the Alberta Monte and provides meaningful long-term liquefied petroleum gas supply for its global exports platform. Brazil's National Electricity Energy Agency has opened the public consultation for the addition of 6,475 kilometres of new transmission lines and sections. In total, the proposed auction will include 15 lots across 14 states, with total investment estimated at $4.1 billion. Nine of the proposed lots have expected investments of more than Brazilian $1.5 million. Lot 5 is the largest with its estimated BRL of $3.58 billion, comprising 12 transition lines and sections, totaling 1,116 kilometres, and two touch stub stations in the states of Parabia, Pernambuco, Alagoas and Bahia. Some of the lots are directly related so that if lot 1 is not successfully auctioned then lot 12 will not be offered. Likewise, if lot 6 does not receive offers, lots 14 and 15 will be withdrawn from the bidding. Brazil's National Agency for Waterway Transport has approved the bid proposal for a new ore terminal at the port of Itaguai in Rio de Janeiro. The auction of the ITG-02 terminal is expected later in the year. 
The terminal will handle 400 million tons of ore for an investment of $605 million over the life of the concession. ANTAC will now send the documentation to the Ministry of Ports and Airports, who, after its analysis, will put forward the proposal to the TCU, or the Court of Union Account. Authorities from Argentina's Mendoza province have finalised the selection process for a $1 billion investor to help develop a potash mine, the governor said, more than a decade after Brazil's fail to shelve the project amid price pressures. Authorities will now advance in the final negotiations of a contract to develop the Rio Colorado mine with the most qualified bidder following UBS guidelines, he added. More than 30 national and international companies participated in the bidding process, according to the Mendoza governor, Rodolfo Suarez. The construction period of the complex is expected to be five years, with a likely annual production of 1.5 metric tonnes. Developer Arc Energy, part of the Korea Zinc Group, has scaled down its ambitions for its wind project in Queensland's far north. The wind farm, formerly known as Shalombin, will now be named Aurora Station Wind Farm. It will feature 42 wind turbines with a generation capacity of 294 megawatts. Chalumbin was originally proposed as a 200 turbine project, but it was whittled back to 95, then 86 turbines with a combined capacity of 602 megawatts to avoid sensitive ecological and cultural heritage sites. Ascendant Resources has commenced the tender phase for the MLA of its Export Credit Agency project finance for the company's Lagoa Salgada project in Portugal. The company and its advisors have issued detailed banking information memorandums to a number of project finance banks which have indicated an interest in being the MLA as part of the UK Export Finance Supported Facilities for the project, which is 80% owned by Ascendant. The selection of the MLA is expected to be completed by the end of September. Detailed due diligence will then start with the aim of receiving final terms for the ECA-backed project financing at Lagoa towards the end of the year. Atlantic Green has secured $20 million from Goldman Sachs for a 60-megawatt Buxton battery storage project in Derbyshire, England. The innovative package combines project financing with route-to-market services. The project is already in advanced stages of construction and energisation is expected to start in Q1 of 2024. The Buxton Best is part of Atlantic Green's 1 gigawatt energy storage portfolio that includes 698 megawatt seller head development. Now that's all from me today, but before I go, I wanted to tell you about the next event on the XR calendar. Next week, on the 20th and 21st of September, the Project Export and Development Finance Communities will be descended on the Andaz in Singapore for two days of exclusive business critical insights, unparalleled networking opportunities with the full finance and ecosystem, and the incredible opportunity to facilitate deal originations for 2023 and beyond. We have hundreds already confirmed to attend, and it's not too late for you to potentially join us. If you would like to get involved and make sure you don't miss out, shoot me or one of the team a message and we can discuss registrations this week. Hope you have a great rest of your week and I look forward to seeing you soon. Thank you. Bye bye.